Hello leaders, I'm your host Abby Giles and today I'm going to be teaching you the step-by-step guide to project planning. A French poet once said, a goal without a plan is just a wish. And I wish for all of your goals to come true, which is why I'm going to be teaching you how to save time, money, and avoid all problems. People often get so excited to just get on with a project that they forget to stop and plan it. And the key to any successful project is definitely in the planning. And although every project you do may not require all of these following steps, It's good to understand what each one is for so you know if it applies to the project you're dealing with. The simple and practical guide I'll be sharing with you today gives four easy steps that you can use for any of your future projects. Step one is project goals. So a project is successful when it has met the needs of the stakeholders. So a stakeholder can be anybody directly or indirectly impacted by the project. Uh, Some examples of these people would be a sponsor, someone who puts money into the project to help you out. It could be a customer who is receiving product from you or any users of the project output. If you were putting on, say, we did a Terry Fox run. If the kids didn't have fun, then our goals wouldn't have been met. Once you figure out who your stakeholder is, the next chore is to find out their needs. So the best way to do this is to set time aside, talk to them, ask them about the requirements and the benefits they would like to receive from this project. Once you've done that, it's amazing to make a list of the needs and prioritize them from things you need to get done fast to things that can wait a bit. Once you have your goals mapped out, you can move on to step two, which is project deliverables. Once you and your stakeholder have determined your project goals, it's now time to create a list of things that the project needs to deliver to meet these goals. You're going to specify when and how to deliver each item, and you're going to add the deliverables to a project plan with an estimated delivery date. Now this date will change over time during the scheduling phase, which is next. Now step three is the project schedule which is one of my favorite parts of project planning. I like to stay extremely organized and I like to make sure that stuff is happening on time so that we don't fall behind. And that is why I love being in charge of the schedule and determining when each task needs to be complete. So you're going to take your list of project deliverables from step two and you're going to begin to determine the amount of effort hours or days required for completing your task. You're going to determine the resources that you will need to complete these tasks or who will carry out these tasks. When you're planning a smaller project that has less tasks and less deliverables, it's easier to keep track of all your information. So you could simply write your schedule down on a piece of paper and you would be set. But when you're creating a larger project, that may take place over a longer period of time and have more deliverables and more small tasks, it's extremely important to stay organized. If it's longer, I would recommend getting a calendar and writing specific tasks in specific days at times so you can make sure you keep everything on track to meet your due date. 
Now this is the point of project planning where lots of people finally sit down, look at everything, and realize that the deadline they have given is just not realistic. So if this is the case, you must contact your stakeholder. You have plenty of options in this situation, so don't freak out yet. (laughs) But you may need to renegotiate your deadline. You may need to employ additional resources to help you meet the deadline if the stakeholder is not okay with moving it around. Or you guys may have to decide to reduce the scope of the project. If you can't meet the deliverables, you don't want to upset anyone. Step four is supporting plans. So this section deals with plans that you're going to create as part of the planning process and they're going to be used in your execution. First, we have our human resource plan, which is where you identify all of the individuals and organizations that are playing a role in this project with you. You're going to describe their responsibilities, the number of people that are there to help you carry out this project, the resources they are going to bring, the dates, the times, one single sheet of paper just explaining every person that is going to help you make this project a reality. You're also going to want to have a communications plan. So you're going to have a document showing who is to be kept in form about the project and how they'll receive all of the information. Um, Most people do a status report, or milestones achieved. It just depends on the duration of the project that you are planning. Now the last plan is the risk management plan. And although it's often overlooked, it is super important to identify as many risks to your project as possible so you can be prepared for anything bad that is going to happen. Every project is different and you may have more specific Uh, items to add to your risk management plan, but some broad yet very important ones would be time and cost estimates being too optimistic if you give yourself too long to complete a task or assume you have more money than you do that could really make your project go downhill. There's also poor customer reviews, unexpected budget cuts, unclear roles and responsibilities, that could create arguing and uncertainty among the group and communication is really important when completing your project. If you don't clearly understand your stakeholders needs that could also be an issue. If the stakeholders add new requirements after the project has started, um, lack of resource commitment, you want to track all of these risks in a simple risk log and identify it write it down, and what you will do in the event of one of these things occurring. Of course, you want to prevent it from happening, but if it happens anyways, you want to be able to resolve it. You need to review your risk log on a regular basis and add new risks as they occur during the life of the project. And while not every project and every person is the same, I have found that this four-step guide to project planning will help you create the perfect project plan. Don't forget to update your plan as the project makes progress and continually measure progress against the plan. You wanna make sure that you're prepared for everything and with this guide, I can assure you that you will be.